and don't give me stuff I haven't already tried. Give you stuff you've already tried? Give me some acid, baby. You want some ass, baby? Drugs. You want an ass, baby? Have you ever heard of an ass, baby, before? No, but I do wish I had an ass, baby. Because What's an ass, baby? Well, like, I'm there was that bug. movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger got, they, like, he was pregnant, and so, like, like how, how does the child come out of Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in that movie? Was that Twins? No. Was it Twins? No, it's called something else. No. He got pregnant in a movie? There's a movie where they got, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Twins? No, okay. He had a twin, right? Okay. Uh, he had twi- yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. And it's not Kindergarten Cop either. I was about to ask. It's, it's definitely not Kindergarten, kindergarten cop. cop. is when the kid's like, he's like, Arnold's like, I have a headache. And the kid's like, maybe it's a tumor. And he's like, it's not a tumor. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yes. So, yeah. I, I, I don't you. There's a, fucking look no, it up, Yeah, man. there is. There's no. a movie, where, but I think he gets Junior. A, I think he gets C-sectioned. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Junior. Yeah. It came out in November 23rd. 1994. That's 10 days after I was born. Wow. That's oh, my God. Are you, is Arnold your father? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jackson, conspiracy. I am your father. <laughs> I like that conspiracy. Theory. But, but, it's, but, but, but was it out of the butt, or was it uh, I thought you C-section. didn't want to see me have a panic attack. <laughs> Oops. Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson, and Arnold Schwarzenegger might be my father and mother. I don't know about all that. That's not going to make sense if we don't leave that in the intro. That's why I said it. All right, so now we have to. Exactly. (laughs) If you don't want things edited out in a podcast or really any media you're putting out, just keep referencing it because it cannot be edited. Or just record in person and we don't edit anymore. Mm. That also works. Good night. God, now they know. God. I think they know. Dang an album. <laughs> Fuck. I Fuck, they they'll know. know we're vaccinated. Oh, no. Oh, they that can't might be know. a problem. Oh, jeez. We can't go to whatever the, you know, motorcycle rally is. Sturgis. Yeah. Yeah. Kid Legendary. Rock. Legendary. That's next week. Sorry. Okay, so we're doing something a little bit different today. Are you guys ready? You guys ready for this? Okay, so to understand what I'm about to tell you, you need to do something first, okay? You need to do something first. You need to believe in the impossible. Can you do that? I believe in the impossible. Can you can you believe in the impossible? Yeah, I just made rainbows from my hands. Did you guys see it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I believe in the fucking impossible. Our exactly. listeners couldn't see it. Do yeah. you believe in the impossible? Yeah, for right now. Good. For the next they hour and a half, good. I believe in the impossible. <laughs> what if this is a short episode? <laughs> no, I don't know what happens after. <laughs> then he's going to have some carryover, and we need to take him somewhere. <laughs> have some fun with that. <laughs> now, on the clock. Now, do you, do you guys remember from last week, we talked about Lord, yes? Yes. yes. Jack Antonoff. Yes. Yes. Ever heard of Taylor Swift? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, a problem with our plan. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> How about Lena Dunham? Lena Dunham? We know who Lena Dunham is. The very offensive <laughs> Lena Dunham. What if I told you that these people were a part of a conspiracy that not only reshaped Lord's discography and her career and her personal life, but also the 2016 presidential election? <gasps> but pure heroin wasn't touched, right? No. Cool. Hell yeah. I'm for it. After today, your entire world will be reshaped, and you will believe in the impossible if you don't already. Does this make her new album better? No. <laughs> it actually it actually probably makes it worse I feel or like more it could, confusing, actually. actually. I feel like it could it make it better. More yeah. confusing. So today, we are going to be uh, going down a conspiracy theory uh 
rabbit hole worm time place it's going to be awesome and we're talking specifically about lord and jack antonoff now um we are going to be going through this entire long story there's a big uh timeline that we're going to be talking about but before we go into it any further we have to reference the source uh the the at is buzz killery but there is not a twitter anymore their name is hillary benton um so hillary Clinton? benton Hillary Benton. We'll get to Clinton. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so Hillary Benton was the source for this insane PowerPoint that we are using as our main source for this today. Um, so thank you, Hillary. Yeah, um, it's a 30-page document. And mm-hmm. uh, if you enjoy this episode and want to read it unabridged, that's, uh, it will be linked. Yeah, because we're just going to be using this as our source. And we're going to be kind of talking about what this has to say and, uh, and what we think about it, which is that it's all real. Can I read the title page? Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is going to be, I guess, our subtitle for this episode is Lord and Jack Antonoff, An Emotionally Broken Journey, or... Lord and Jack Antonoff, 100%. (laughs) Can I start over? (laughs) All right, get it out. Or Lord and Jack Antonoff, 100% were slash are being shady, are deaf boning, if nothing else. Lena sucks too. But this is bullshit, and the people deserve the truth. He did. Wow. Round of applause for Jackson, everybody. That was great. Uh. That will be the only time that I directly rip off this PowerPoint. So um, I'm going to read a little bit of the executive summary from this PowerPoint. So this main main, uh, point of the conspiracy is about Lord's second full-length album, Melodrama. Um, it was recorded in July 2015 to January 2017. As we mentioned in our last episode, the Laura Deep Dive, it was recorded and written mostly in Jank, J- Jack Antonoff. Idiot. Jack, <laughs> right now. In Jack Antonoff's home studio. There's a in gas his apartment. Jack Antonoff. Jack Antonoff. So from... <laughs> From his apartment that he shared with uh, his girlfriend for of five years, Lena Dunham. Uh, so, if you don't know who Lena Dunham, we're I gonna think, get like, to it. Okay, but, okay. No, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? We're gonna get to a whole thing. I was gonna say I think Lena Dunham is probably the least known person out of this, mm. uh, except for maybe Jack Antonoff, which people probably already know because of this. Yeah. But like Lena Dunham is known for uh, she wrote and starred in that show girls was that on hbo yeah that uh, she was opposite of kylo ren in that and uh she has said very offensive things which i guess we'll get into in her character study i think you know it's worth noting too she's just a terrible person let's uh yeah from our point of view whenever we're uh, introducing characters let's think of this like you're at a theater yeah and uh we you've you've cracked open playbill and they're like cool this person has been in lion king she was 16 and dated a 24-year-old, and we'll go on. Yeah. Um, so, so she likes uh, pineapple juice. <laughs> believe the impossible. Yeah, exactly. Believe the impossible with us, everybody. So so this album was recorded with Jack Antonoff in his home that he shared with Lena Dunham. Um, and also, this album is a breakup album. But the a, a very large point of this conspiracy theory is that it is not actually a breakup album. It is a lot about how Lord and Jack Antonoff were secretly fucking. It's a hookup album. Right. 
So um, there's there's a lot of points to be made about how Jack Antonoff uh, is is a fucking weirdo and how Lord <laughs> is a young person who is just trying her best and uh, Lena Dunham is fucking annoying and crazy and whatever. But we're gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's time to talk about our characters. It's time to go deep into our characters and our people and talk about all of this. Okay. Who's our first character? Lord. Who is she standing next to in this awesome goth picture? Kanye. Oh, we'll talk about him next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Lord, at the time she was 21. Um, she's from New Zealand. We already have talked about all this. These are just little, we, we went over a bunch of facts about her last time, except we didn't talk about how she loves pineapple juice, which will become important. What a lapse of mind we had. Yeah, we, seriously. We forgot to talk about the whole, like, she didn't use CDs on her new album because environment or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, like, this, I'm actually embarrassed about this. That yeah. We didn't mention that. We fucked up on that one. We really should have mentioned that she that she likes pineapple juice. That's our bad. So, you know, I, what we should have done today instead of drinking beer is pineapple juice. Fuck. Oh, man. 100%. I don't better. like pineapple juice. No, I don't either. But, so... Yeah. Uh, like mouth would have been shredded from the acid. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys never drank like a ton of like orange juice or pineapple juice? I don't experience uh, apparently that. Not. Orange juice I have, but. Oh gosh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually do want to uh, directly read some stuff that is written on the Jack Antonoff uh, page on the PowerPoint. Cause it is fucking hysterical. Oh, did we skip over to, um, <clears throat> Jack Antonoff. Yeah, we we talked about Lord a lot last last week. I Should mean, we note that she has a history of dating people like completely yeah. older than her, yes. and that her mother is just totally cool with it? Yeah, Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, the way they phrase it is yeah. the questionable mother parenting yeah. with the sexy silent J, aka the poet laureate or ex poet laureate of uh, New Zealand. I guess once a poet laureate, always, always a poet laureate. Yeah. Uh, and and spoiler alert, that does continue for uh, forever in her life. It, um, it's crazy yeah. that like, and I, I think it's just one of those things where, uh, I, yeah, there's that argument of like, well, what's the age of consent? No, it doesn't fucking matter. That no. that like, if you're 14 and dating or 16 dating a 24 year old, that that's that's questionable yeah. on a high degree it seems like her and her mother have like her mother would probably be one of those parents to be like we're more friends than i am her mother well yeah okay so i guess i should th th this little point that is is really great because the, the uh hillary benton says that quote she is a quote unquote cool mom uh because she would let uh her 16 year old date a 24 year old uh she often had her daughter read her forty thousand word master's thesis like proofread yeah um and yeah so <laughs> it's her mom was definitely an interesting character uh, in her life, um, allowing her to do, I guess, whatever. Cool mom, man. I thought I had a cool mom. Step it up. <laughs> you want to date a 16-year-old? Let's no. go. Okay, we're going forward. Moving forward. Moving forward. Moving forward. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, man. man, the pictures they, uh, they chose um, for Jack Antonoff. They just make him look like a scumbag. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 29. I'm not 24. <laughs> so, Hagen, do you want me to pass this? I don't. Do you so, want me to take this comment about uh, New Jersey? Since I'm sure you won't take it well, since it mentions Zach Braff. Uh, no, I think it's fucking hilarious because this is great. So, uh, so I'm just gonna read the, the the bullet points from the Jack Antonoff slide. The first bullet point is UG. <laughs> the second is age 34. Yep, that's 13 years older. Then Lord, 
the third bullet point is fuckboy from Jersey. And then after that, why are famous people from New Jersey so angry and sad? Can't think of any exceptions. See also Zach Braff and all of My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Don't be laugh out loud. <laughs> Does uh, Bruce Springsteen go in that category? I don't know if he's angry and sad all the time. Yeah. Okay. I, I just wanted to debunk this whole theory. I think his songs are pretty angry and sad. Yeah. Like the sentiments behind them. I think it's more I've been like blue collar. To... Like, like a yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah but yeah. then you're usually sad. So. Yeah. And angry at the... the... Yeah. Angry at the people taking your jobs. Yeah. Um, they I, took our jobs. And the Zach Braffing doesn't bother me because I do find Zach Braff funny. Zach Braffing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you want to go Zach Braffing? We, oh, uh, well, that sounds like a terrible thing to do. We, Hagen and I were out uh, in Dallas on Saturday, and we were talking about something, and Hagen said, oh, you guys, uh, I can't remember if you guys like Scrubs. And I was like, yeah, I used to like Scrubs. And we talked lightly about it. The guy at the uh, table behind us like just kind of like, puts his head between two people is like you guys talking about scrubs <laughs> and then Hagen and him started talking about the podcast yeah he's like, he's like you guys want you guys talking about scrubs over there like, yeah 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 you listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah I, was, I do i do listen to the podcast it's so funny <laughs> it's an actual genuine uh experience yeah uh, so but pure. Zach Moving Braff, on. Zach Braff is uh, is annoying. Uh, anyway, so another. Yeah, he's next... also dating someone who is like very young compared to him. He's like oh forty, God. and he's dating like uh, a twenty-two year old yeah, or twenty-four. It's, it's, it's almost a twenty-year difference. Yeah, it's Florence yeah. Pugh. I yeah. think that's how you say her last name. Yeah, it is. Um, so now going down the rest of the bullet points for Jack Antonoff. Next one: dated Scarlett Johansson. LOL. Most notably, dated Lena Dunham for five years. Wow. Plays the mandolin because, of course. An Aries, and as an Aries, I disown him. I, I only recently realized how successful he is, and it makes me mad. He has won three out of nine Grammy nominations. I wonder if that's outdated at this point. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think this is yeah. articles from, like, 2018. Yeah. Um, and then again... Article. Really using <laughs> that PowerPoint. <laughs> PowerPoint. This legitimate scientific document. And then again puts UG. Uh, and then in 2014 said he was, quote, desperate for kids. So I am now living in fear he will impregnate the Lord. Well, he didn't... He didn't <laughs> the <clip>. Lord. <laughs> That's what it says in talking about the Lord. I hadn't noticed that either, actually. But he (laughs) didn't—he didn't clarify whether he was desperate to have kids or desperate to date kids. Oh, (laughs) that's enough. Is that two strikes? That's enough. You're about to be out. We should edit. You're either going to be out or you're going to get a turkey. Who knows? Okay. (laughs) Let's find out. (laughs) It's a bowling term, you know. When you get three strikes. Last time we went bowling, Hagen got a turkey. can't tell what that sounds hey, like. If I, make another, sound like a if I make another bad joke, can you guys respond by going... <laughs> yep, you okay, got good. it. It'll you happen. It. <laughs> what just happened, though, is like we all read this uh, historical document in the Library of Congress. Um, <laughs> can we submit it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right we next to, to Bob Dylan's No, like, can we submit it? We can use our uh, the podcast episode as a reference for like it's been quoted in some academic work. I'm going to D.C. in uh, November. <laughs> If hey, I'll just no, just print Joe. this out. Joe, come out here. Kamala, I, th- I think you'll love it. <laughs> just print it out. Yeah, that's and what then I'm Drop it off. Just like go. put it next Monica? to something, <laughs> right it, next to To Kill a Mockingbird or something. It, no, just oh, put, put it, it in, put in the, the mailbox. No, we'll put it next to um, what's that? Uh, the Kendrick album. Damn, that's got to be in there. To Pimp Butterflies. Oh yeah, there you go. I'll put it right next to To Pimp a Butterfly because it's up there. It's a ten out of ten, just like that album. We 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 are doing some amazing work right here. We truly are. So (laughs) So, no, but like what just happened was we all read this 
and none of us caught that the Lord. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. one well, of those things where as well, soon as you say it out it. loud, you're like, holy shit, I that was, was gonna, there this whole time. Yeah, your mind reads it and you go, oh, that land Lord. Mine. Like, you skip the word the. Yeah. I was going to say that uh, this uh, this document is filled with er- with grammatical errors. It's so funny. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's how you know it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that I think that uh, our, that our our author Buzz Killery wrote it in in a fit probably in just a in just a heated fit of like it like all the pieces connected in her mind and she was like I'm just going to write this down now. I'm just, I'm I'm just going and don't care what's there. Um so anyway, and now we move on to Lena Dunham, okay? So uh, whenever I was telling my fiance Kara about this episode, I was like explaining like all the pieces and all the people involved, and she's like, and I was, I said, and you know Lena Dunham. She's like, I don't know who that is. Ugh. And I was like, okay, Lucky. well, I guess that makes sense. You don't know who she is, uh, but she is like a very, very famous person, um, and has done a lot of things. So I'm gonna read these bullet points too because I also really enjoy these. You know who Lena Dunham is. Please don't make me think about her any more than I already have to. She sucks, but she got done dirty. Do we think she drunk cries to Kylo Ren? Biggest insecurity, her teeth. She is facing it according to she, uh, she's facing according to Vogue, which is very hashtag brave. The following was keeping her very busy in 2016, leaving the two rats, Lord and Jack Antonoff, in her home. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes you have two rats in your home who are fucking. I frequently have two I mean, rats in my home who are fucking. It is New York, so that would be expected. And yeah. I actually have rats in my attic that are probably fucking. There's guys, rats in the attic. Guys, we're about to tie this into some big shit. Right. Sorry, this is not the time. Talk about my rat problem. Uh, so leaving the two rats in her home to have their summer of love, L-U-V. So in that time, she actually worked on the Clinton campaign for 18 months. Holy shit, melodrama took 18 months to make. Coincidence? I don't fucking think so. (laughs) Uh, Can I just point out, too, that I don't understand how Lena Dunham working on that campaign was supposed to help at all. Well, congratulations, because I have your answer. I, I know it's here, but... <laughs> also, she did write, I don't fucking think so, in the PowerPoint. Which yeah, I yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. All so, these are direct quotes. So, we, I mean, this does go into the Lena Dunham, like, working on the campaign and how that did affect things, but I do have a quote from Lena Dunham because I, I was I was curious about this idea. Like, she was she, like, legitimately blamed for this? And turns out, um, here's a quote from her. Quote, it was painful when people were like, Hillary lost because of Lena Dunham is such a bad example of liberalism. But everyone's scared and upset, and they need someone to blame. It's easier to blame me than it is to, like, blame George Clooney for not giving enough speeches or whatever. So Lena Dunham basically is, like, in all the celebrities, the one who is blamed for why Clinton lost. I Uh, think that's fair. Yeah, so (laughs) there's a quote down here that's from an article where Lena Dunham's talking about how she found out that it was uh, that like the election was lost. And she said, by the time we made it over the bridge, a friend called quote, it's over. She said, I love you. I was frozen. That friend was Hillary Clinton. Supposedly. Yeah. I don't buy allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I don't, I don't buy Can that. I say the thing that most people know uh, Lena Dunham for? And if you don't, this is what you should know her for this one quote. Can I go ahead and attack that? Take it. She, at one point, in an interview, this is one of those like long lines of uh, celebrities who just offer up information and, without being asked. Like I don't know if you guys heard that Matt Damon thing where he said that he just this year stopped using the homophobic slur that starts with an F because Ugh. his children said, hey, you can't do that. And he wasn't asked about this. He just openly said that. 
So there's a lot of people. How like, old are his kids? Yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but this is Lena Dunham said this unprompted. Quote, I still haven't had an abortion, but I wish I had. End quote. What the fuck, Lena Dunham? Whoa. <sighs> Look, we don't need to tackle that because we are men. But just the fact that she said that is just fucking insane. I mean, so was that taken out of context? No, she just no, said, she just that. said that. We, she with, said that. Yeah, yeah, with her, probably not taken out of context. I was going to say, maybe she was like advocating for the rights, for, for women's reproductive rights. She was saying, like, she was saying, like, oh, it's part of, like, a, a quintessential female or woman experience, I believe, is what she said. But here, here's her quote explaining it. My words were spoken from a sort of delusional girl persona I often inhabit. A girl who careens between wisdom and ignorance. That's what my show, is, TV show is too, girls. And it didn't translate. That's my fault. Yeah, no, Boo. it's just bad. Yeah. What's relatable is uh, I'm sure we all don't like our teeth. <laughs> right? That's a Lena Dunham insecurity. And, we and can relate to her on that we, level. We talk about that with uh, magazines. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, MAGA zines? What? what? So, no, that's one for me. Oh. So, uh, just to finish off Lena Dunham's little bit, uh, Trump is Lord's fault because Lena had. Sorry, a- sorry, you can't say Trump. It's T R star M P. <laughs> sorry, he who shall not be named. There you go. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta fit the vibe <laughs> of the whole PDF. Yeah, he who shall not be named is Lord's fault because Lena had other things on her mind and could not fully, de- fully devote her energy to the campaign. Um, Honestly, that probably helped. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I know. I just don't understand how she was supposed to be the one to help save the whole election. There were a lot of factors going on there. So, you're, you're, Honestly, honestly, what you're saying right now is really offensive. And yeah, I'm going to sure. need you to I'm really sure. pull it You're not yeah. believing belief, in anything. Adam? Yeah, I just believe. don't believe Lena Dunham. That's it. Everything right. else, totally believable. I mean, she had two rats fucking in her apartment in New yeah. York. I can relate Actual to that. Rats. Also, I, I also I, I, relate. Wait, I think most people have who live in New York have two rats fucking in their apartment. That's what I'm, <laughs> That's fair. Okay. It's okay. What's happening right now is Adam's clicking his heels under the chair <laughs> and saying, I don't believe in D- Lena Dunham. I don't believe in Lena Dunham. Hoping that she'll just poof away. <laughs> wow, we're attacking the wrong person here. It's Jack Antonoff. I think we need to redirect. That's but hey, fair. for sure. Let's get into the minor players. So our minor player, uh, first one, Taylor Swift. Uh, so Taylor Swift was friends with uh, Lena and Lord both separately. Yeah, baby. Um, so Jack Antonoff and Taylor Swift have worked together before. Um, they continue to work together, I think, even they now. Do. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. do. Um, bullet point here that I like. Does embarrassing things uh, like public declarations of friendships via puffy paint on a jean jacket in a music video. <laughs> uh, so I guess she had uh, in, in, in a music video, Look What You Made Me Do, she had a jacket that had Lena Dunham, Blake Lively, and uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds on it, which is very good. But not Lord. Yeah, not Lord. But I guess that was after the fact, probably wasn't it? I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's came out. Um, uh, and then <laughs> the other good point is that hates that I just called her a minor anything. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah. I uh, like this picture of uh, Jack Antonoff and Taylor Swift working together because it looks like it's just an a regular old apartment and like oh we're writing 1989, you know the mega. Uh, hit and she's just got some Beats headphones on. I was like, "There's no way this is how that happened." I mean, there there is an angle to somewhere in here. 
it gets brought up that he has like a home studio and it's like does he though because like a home studio could be a computer and two speakers like, yeah also don't what's don't your record with beats headphones yeah that's it <laughs> i think Bro, it might translate that, for her music but yes that fucking picture is one an ad for beats and two again relatable we've all been there before Hashtag we've all been relatable. there yeah yeah he has a ton at, not at the time of this document but there's a ton of videos of his home uh studio and it is it's crazy like it is exactly what you would think it would be it's nuts wall-to-wall synthesizers got like just the nicest setup he's got an intern who's there whenever he needs help so like it's not like a thing where it's just like a oh you know here's my computer so it's like the foo fighters uh garage studio except new york real estate yeah so we go to our next minor player. We good with that? Uh, with uh, Lord's X, James Lowe. Wow. He's a minor player. I thought the album was about him, yeah. though, Hagen. He gets a description, too, not just his name. I think that's important. Yeah. He's the only one. The ex-boyfriend who supposedly inspired melodrama, James Lowe. Supposedly inspired melodrama. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> This is uh, the one who's 24 <laughs> years old. So 24 year, 24 years old, dating a 16-year-old. Um, like Jackson said earlier, this is in the document. It says, fucking you and don't talk to me about age of consent laws in New Zealand. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, so they dated for five. No, not five years. How long was it? Uh, I think it was clo- like it three, was a long somewhere time. Somewhere between three and five time. years. But yeah, yeah, this okay. also lets us know that like she had had a... Um, like it previously, I think it's on this one or we've already gone over it, but she has previously before James Lowe had dated somebody older than her, you yes. know, before she was 16, she apparently dated at 14. Yeah. So 14, 16. And now, uh, however old she was 21 when she did melodrama. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adam, can you please tackle the search engine efficiency of his, uh, website? Oh yeah. No, his website apparently didn't actually exist. It was just a template that he bought with the domain. Because I went and checked that out after I saw that in here. <laughs> if you look you at the about, or is this just random generated? That's uh, it's like placeholder text. Okay. Like when you buy a template for a website, that's what they put there. So you don't fucking hit publish and then it winds up on Google with your name on it. Amazing. <laughs> it looks like it's like a Latin text. Like yeah, this is the yeah. Iliad or something. I tried to read it. <laughs> no, it's just. It's, Can you try it and read it right Latin. now? No, no. Ipsum dolor sit amet consectetur ad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're putting a spell on us. <laughs> We're putting a hex on Jack Antonoff. <laughs> We're putting a hex on Jackson. <laughs> I thought that's what he was going to say. Don't I... speak while I'm doing the hex. <laughs> you're just going, <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm going to mess it up. Don't yeah. talk to me. Don't do- oh, I finished. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys wanted to structure this. I mean, it's it's here. It's the out the window. We thought this was going to be a this short is episode. Structured. It, Guys, it is structured. Though. We're like a third of the way through this one. Okay, so <laughs> this is where we. Uh, it's going to take a little bit to read all of this. This is the timeline. Are you going to read uh, all? Okay. I don't think you can avoid this. I this think is, this uh, is. Yeah, this I just is mean it's going to be a lot of reading. This is insanely important. Um, take a deep breath. It man. is important. Well, I'm not going to. Sorry, this is the pineapple juice. I'm not going to read literally everything that's there. I might like skip over some stuff, but I mean, we have to talk about it. We just have to. So timeline, early 2014, 2015. There's conflicting reports about this. Lord and Jack Antonoff meet at a Grammy after party through Taylor Swift or at a grime show through Lena woos her with pineapple juice. Ooh, that's weird. It came back. Whoa. Pineapple juice is popular in New Zealand. Pineapple juice is good. I looked it up. Early mid 2015, <laughs> unclear, not reported on until January 2016. 
but Lord and her boyfriend of three years, James Lowe, break up. Dave, so, uh, is uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch popular in New Zealand? I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> but she knew the what? other... <laughs> I didn't look it up is what I'm saying. July 2015, Lord begins writing slash recording melodrama with Jack Antonoff between his apartment and occasionally studio sessions december 2015 lord begins posting photos with jack on social media recording at electric lady studios spring 2016 lord basically moves in (laughs) with jack and lena to record at all times unclear dates but a large part of 2016 lena is gone campaigning for hillary clinton for quote 18 months Mm -hmm. and saying extremely offensive things in her downtime like she wished she had had an abortion like that april 2016 (laughs) Lord and Jack go to Coachella together. By the way, Coachella's in California. Did they fly together? We'll <sighs> find out. Probably not. Lord Can Jack is... Antonoff fly? Does he have wings? Ah, is he a bird? New Jersey powers. <laughs> Lord is inspired to write Sober and Sober 2. This is also when Lord has an epiphany about what melodrama is supposed to be and the concept of it as centered around one house party. So, by the way, we didn't mention this at all. I had no clue. Did you guys know that it's a loose concept album? No. I, I knew it was a concept album. Yeah, after I listened to it the first couple times, I did read that, and it didn't make any sense. Mm. <laughs> but, 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 or hear me out, it's not about a house party. They fucked, and this kicked off the summer of 16. Again, yeah. that's a quote from the PowerPoint. Yeah. Okay. And here's the okay. next one, which I don't understand. Go ahead, Hagen. Summer 2016, Drake releases... Summer 16, in honor of Jack and Lord getting their freak on all summer. Late August 2016, Lord comments on Instagram that she's completed writing and is now in production of Melodrama. November 2016, Lord announces she is a newborn adult via Facebook note titled, Note from the desk of a newborn adult, and for her birthday, she is giving us new music. November 2016, I'm sure you know what's about to happen. Lena loses the election to TR Star MP. <laughs> he who shall not be named. <laughs> as a direct result of Lord and Jack's actions. March 11th, 2017. This is important. There's a date. March 11th, 2017. Lord performs Greenlight and Liability for the first time in public as the musical guest on Saturday Night Live wearing a wedding dress with Jack accompanying on piano. June 2017. Melodrama is released. December 2017. Lena and Jack publicly split. Quote, having been breaking up for six months if you can't do the math that takes us to june january 2018 jack is publicly dating someone else Ooh, drama intrigue and that person is a musician february 2018 they are photographed getting cuddly visiting lord's cool mom plus other spottings sonia january through march 2018 these idiots think they can lie to me about boning. April 2018, they basically fuck on a piano during Lord's show at Barclays. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. And that that's the end of the timeline, essentially. That was so entertaining. It was great. <laughs> See, Dave and I were like, yeah, bouncing back and it was forth. Like a, it was like a tennis. A tennis. It was perfect. Hey! Okay, so we keep... Yeah, is, it, is it hot in here? <laughs> oh, it's getting so much warmer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so the PowerPoint now starts to give us more points to this timeline. So once you understand the timeline, then you can start to understand more of the points for it. So our next one uh, is, <laughs> is titled, put it in the dictionary next to quote, emotionally broken psycho. It's the picture of them performing in a wedding dress and Jack Antonoff playing piano. What the person who wrote this didn't mention is there back to back like she is sitting on the piano stool back to back with Jack Antonoff so it's very intimate very 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 intimate and I, also just like a weird SNL performance well they're mostly weird I guess I, I do have to say I, I didn't know for sure if that SNL thing was real and then I read that I went to the next slide and then it says exactly that I wasn't fucking joking about the wedding dress on SNL <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad it did that because I was about to go search like was that real because that sounds like it could be a bit but this is seriously quality. This is actually work. a thing. Yeah, there's there's actual research put into this academic document. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna tell Joe. Don't worry. <laughs> well, Joe. He, he, yeah, he may not remember though. I'm gonna skip down to my to my <laughs> probably my favorite slide here. My favorite <laughs> slide, which is, uh, I bet Lena can't drink pineapple juice now. <laughs> there are like like we said earlier, there are conflicting reports on how they met um, and how the pineapple juice was specifically involved. So uh, Lena had said that she uh, met Lord. They were talking online. Quote, we were at a grime show, and he was like, I'll get you a drink. Lord says, I'm sort of uh, – and sort of disappeared into another room and came back with a can of pineapple juice, which is quite a weird thing to bring someone. Handed it to me, then whipped it back and rubbed the top and said, quote, rats crawl over them in the factories. She sensed that she, quote, had to come home in the nicest possible way to meet someone like that. That's a weird thing to end that. Like what I, I read over that sentence multiple times. Had to come home in the nicest possible way to meet someone like that. Also, I think I think it was misquoted. I think it was had come home. Also, okay. also, uh, uh, if if pineapple juice is so popular in New Zealand, how did Jack just know to get that? Did he, does he know that? <sighs> Are he, you positing? He read Wikipedia. Yeah. Are you positing that he did? Some online stalking of his younger prey. There's, there's a chance. There's mm. a chance. There's a chance that that he he knew this that he was gonna meet her or had had a had a guess that maybe at some point he would wanted to impress her for who knows what reasons. And then he was just, just scrolling her. through his notes app, going, "Which New Zealand? Which which one is it?" <laughs> <laughs> Again, I really don't appreciate your heteronormative gossip. We're not there yet. We'll ahead. get there. We will, we will, we will get there. Okay, and then the next, the next slide is banging your man in your house, <laughs> the audacity of hope. <laughs> what by Barack Obama? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so as we've said, uh, they spend a lot of time in uh, Jack Antonoff and Lena Dunham's apartment, uh, and writing an album. While Lena Dunham wasn't there. Uh, so they were friends before, like we said, they were friends before the split and they recorded together. So all of these things add up to, they probably might've fucked. Yeah. Over here on the left, I thought that this was something where like this PowerPoint had aged, like they had hyperlinked something, but what they have here is a quote from Lena Dunham's, uh, Instagram where Ella, who is Lord Ella and Jack worked on most of the album in our apartment and it was a privilege to watch her create and feed her little snacks. And then below that, they have the Instagram post, which was deleted. So it just says, you know, basically that that post is now deleted, which seems to say, oh, there's some hard feelings there. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows if the hard feelings were because of Jack or because of Ella and Jack. Or insulting their cooking. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lord was like, she's not exactly an award-winning cook. They didn't cook because Lord said in another article, quote, there were a lot of Postmates. So they ordered all their shit, except for the little snacks. Well, that, that was because Lena Dunham can't cook. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Which, I mean... I'm sorry, Lord, can you not cook either? No, just pineapple juice. Oh. No, <laughs> we don't. We don't, she, We didn't know. What? <laughs> Be careful. Do you think rats walked over my Dr. Pepper I'm drinking? Yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Probably mine. Likely. It, it apparently happens a lot, according to, you know... Jack the guy that we're going to trust to follow that knowledge about rats crawling over things. Yeah, yeah man. New Jersey. S- stick to making Joy-Z. music. Don't talk to me about rats ever. Uh, so our next slide. Lord and Taylor are on and off more than James and Lala, but it looks like they're off-off out of loyalty to Lena. Wait, uh, Adam, who are James and Lala? I don't know. we got to wait for the explanation. <laughs> I don't know who they are. No, it's just a pop culture reference. I, I, I don't get it. There's though. no explanation. I think I, think I figured Hagen a, did some research. Oh, I don't but. know who James and Lala is. I think I, I I thought it was just like a a thing that people say is like a, I don't, whatever. I assume well, it's James some and type Lala of, over there. Yeah, yeah, you know. No, I've never heard anybody say that though. I but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much do you know about pop culture? Not much. <laughs> I assume it's either some type of like online drama, like a YouTuber or influencer, yeah, yeah. or it's something like a um, uh, Real Housewives, some reality show thing. Right. So, uh, oh, Layla Kent and James Kennedy. Apparently, that's who it is. Yes, those sure. people. Ah, awesome. Epiphany, pass me the pineapple juice, good sir. Sorry, we're fresh out. Pardon me, sir. Do you have any pineapple juice? I have rats. Ah, oh, would you nerds. like the rats? Ah, oh, rats. Man, there's a lot of rat references in here. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so Lord and Taylor are on and off. Looks like they're off, off out of Woods to Lena. Taylor, who? Taylor Swift. <laughs> So we mentioned minor our minor player, Taylor Swift, earlier. Um, in, 24, in 2014, Taylor Swift reportedly introduces Lord and Jack uh, at, a, at the Grammys party, which I thought Lena introduced them at a crime show, right? Adam, <sighs> can you read this, uh, this little uh, Twitter uh, thing that was posted by Diplo on my birthday in 2014? Oh, yeah. Um, get Taylor Swift a booty and a link to a fundly, not even a GoFundMe, but... And Some what other other website, and then Lord replied, "Should we do something about your tiny penis while we're at it?" Oh, uh, burn! That was pretty good. Yeah, it's that was very pretty funny. good. <laughs> That's hilarious. I like. And it. also, what's what's Fundly? I've never heard of that. I don't know what Fundly is. Sounds, sounds like, a, like a scam or something. It was like 2014, that. man. Uh, yeah. Is Diplo the one who died? No. no. Okay. Who no. who's that? Avicii. That's Avicii. Avicii. Sorry, okay, you're asking Dave because I watched the documentary. Dave's Death Corner. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good. Actually, it's actually really good. Yeah. So anyway. So turns uh, out you get a good budget if you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that, that is kind of fair though. Those are when you get the good documentary yeah. about your just life. Just wait till yeah. the Juice World one comes out on, on HBO. I'm sure it's going to be great. And DMX is getting one too. I don't know if you're doing a bit or if those are real. That's I'm not. Real. Those are real and they're by the people who did uh the Woodstock uh, 99. I've heard the 69 one is really good too. Takashi or whatever. There's like multiple. Oh, yeah. Apparently he's still a new alive. One. Wow. 69. You know who else is still alive? Nice. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, uh, Jackson, I think that you might be able to explain the girl gang a little bit better than I can. Um, I don't think they like being called the girl gang, and 
so I, I will, I'm the one who started that last week, so I'll take the, the brunt of that. But basically, Taylor Swift for a while, they don't, this is not a thing anymore. I'm sure they're all still friends, but it got so publicized that basically they don't do it anymore. But Taylor Swift was like the leader of this group that like a group of friends that was all uh, women who just hung out and it was all famous people like Blake Lively, Lena Dunham and Katy Perry uh, Katy Perry I think I've, was in it it, it kind of rotated but uh, Lord was in it for a while and when Lord was in it she really liked it and now that Lord is out of it Lord is like a teenager like completely saying oh it sucked it like it sucked what what did we say last week it's like having a friend who has uh, a, nut a, a, a nut allergy yeah. a nut yeah. allergy yeah that's what that, that's what Lord said about about being friends with Taylor Swift and being part of that group and then she also <laughs> clarified that it's not like a cult like it's whatever it's just being a, friends with Taylor Swift makes you I'd rather have anaphylactic shock <laughs> <laughs> But I think they got so much press about it, and like, yeah. like I do feel bad for them because it is genuine. What I'm interpreting is like, it is probably hard for Taylor Swift or any of these people who are at that status to have genuine friends, like, and not have that feeling of like, oh, are you like just like clinging to me, that kind of thing. Like that, that's got to be hard. It probably warps your perception of like friends and relationships. So, if your friends, if you're Taylor Swift and you're friends with Katy Perry, I mean, like. You guys aren't using each other. No. So, like, it, it is the shared experience. But if so, Lena Dunham's hanging around, you might be like, why is Lena here? Yeah. So, uh, around the summer of 2017, Lord and Taylor Swift start. Uh, their their relationship is on the rocks. Their friendship is on the rocks. And that's right around the time that Lena and Jack Antonoff are in the process of their six-month breakup or whatever. Um, and then in March of 2018, I just this is just a good a good little update from their friendship. Fast forward to Tuesday, March 27th, when Lord, who has been photographed with Swift numerous times on the red carpet on the red carpet, and has often talked highly about her interviews, covered two of West's songs, Kanye West songs, "Love Lockdown" and "Runaway." Considering Lord and Swift's close friendship, fans were confused by the covers because of Swift's high-profile feud with West. Fans speculated that Lord and Swift are no longer close; otherwise, she would wouldn't have covered West songs, let alone compliment him before the set. Wow. That Kanye West guy sounds like a true asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a quote from one of her live shows where she said, thanks, Chicago. It must be nice to come from the same place as Kanye West. And she said on record before. I feel like that could be interpreted as a bad thing. Yeah, but she then and then proceeds to cover two of his songs. Well, I mean, mean, yeah, that part, but. And, yeah. and she even talked about how, like, like Kanye was an inspiration to her, uh, you know, sure. whether whether it be because of lyrical content being like, whoa, the crazy celebrity lifestyle helped, like, inspired me to write pure heroin and royals and stuff like that, or also musically. I don't know. She yeah, because that, she did yeah. uh, that um, Watch the Throne album with yeah. Jay-Z and Kanye. Yeah. So I think that she likes, I think that she liked Kanye's music a lot. And uh, how can you not like if you, you are a pop artist of, of this era, like there's just no way, like I do not like Kanye. I've made that known, but like as a producer, he is mega influential. Yeah. Influential bitch. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so sorry. And like my brain started and like my body was convulsing, like saying nice things about Kanye. <laughs> Yeah. Like, ah, stop. That makes sense. It's like a ghost coming out of my mouth. You're twitching. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody get it. <laughs> I can't. I, 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 no one can get him. Um, so 
Lena and Jack break up December 27, December 2017. Jack and Lena split after five years of dating. And then, like we said earlier, in early 2018, Jack reportedly is dating someone new and they are, quote, a musician. What a fucking weird thing to say. Yeah. Like what? Like publicly, you're going to be like, I'm dating somebody just so you guys know. And there's all these pictures on this next slide of them like together. And I did, I was listening when we were doing the Lord deep dive last week, I watched some interviews and like, I think it was the Seth Meyers, Jack Antonoff went on to Seth Meyers and was talking and Seth Meyers was like, yeah, so like you were here last night with Lord. So thanks for coming two nights in a row. And he goes, yeah, our, our, our parents are actually really good friends now. Like, Jack Antonoff's parents are really good friends with Lord's parents. She lives in New Zealand. Like her parents are in New Zealand. His parents, I would assume are in New Jersey or in the least somewhere in the U S. So like having a relationship like that, that's gotta be effort. Why are they friends? Probably because their kids are dating. So, uh, a couple of quotes before we uh, uh, move on about the breakup. Uh, a source from U.S. Weekly says they had been slowly breaking up for the last six months. It was very drawn out. They took forever to actually break up. It just took way too long to pull off the Band-Aid. And then what Lena Dunham had to say about it um, was, uh, or I guess by the end, Lena knew he was probably dating someone else, but he didn't cheat. So that's a that's a big thing that people are claiming this early on. He didn't cheat sounds a whole lot like uh baby it wasn't me i didn't do it yeah i would never do that to you so people started uh tying it together and saying like oh because there's this picture of jack antonoff in lord's hometown in new zealand and they're hugging and it it does very much look like uh, somebody dating he came out and performed with her when uh she played in brooklyn and so like she was hugging him all over him and then he so like people the speculation was running rampant and so he took to twitter to say twitter and said normally (laughs) i would never address rumors but i resent having the most important friendships and working relationships in my life reduced to dumb heteronormative gossip those relationships are deeply important and sacred with that being with that said i'm not seeing anyone well I love the LOL at the end. So here's here's the big thing about about him saying I'm not seeing anyone. That was January seventeenth, twenty eighteen, and it's also he also came out in that month saying I'm dating someone. It's a musician. Yeah. So like something something clicked with him. Either that was a like either that was a mistake and he realized I shouldn't have said that, or it was like I'm this is like piling down on me. Yeah, especially when you look at the pictures. Like if yeah. I saw my wife in pictures with another guy with that kind of content where like they're hugging each other and like all the ways that they're really close. I'd be in like her hometown in New Zealand. Yeah. I'd and be that like, guy said you couldn't cook. Yeah. I'd be like, something is real. Not good here. Uh, that, that's heteronormative gossip. Oh, heteronormative gossip. I don't get that. Does it, can anybody explain that to me or is that actually that don't get it? I think it makes it. it it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Okay. Is it that gossip? because they're a guy and a girl, the gossip oh, is of yeah, course yeah, they're yeah. dating. Yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah. You guys are some I mean, big brains over here. Big brain. Harvard Law. <laughs> okay, so then the next slide. <laughs> Listen, they are not only fucking, but they are forcing me to watch and telling me it's not happening. We are all being gaslit. So talk about that 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 show 
uh, at Brooklyn. So uh, Lord brings Jack, who is chewing gum on stage at her show in Brooklyn and singing on the stage. Antonov spilled some cutesy gossip about his maybe girlfriend, including that she eats bodega sushi and walks barefoot in New York City. And then on the slide, they drew a little line that says, intervention, intervention, which is very good. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a big problem with that. <laughs> With the bodega sushi or walking barefoot in the New York? Barefoot walking in New barefoot in New York. Like, that's, yes, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. That doesn't... Have you ever been to New the York, The only kind Dave? of person who would no, do but, that uh, is somebody but, from an island. But he, Like, he, in the summer, New York, if you stand too close to the subway, just smells like hot piss. Like, the subway just reeks not, urine. Even in the winter. It's yeah. cr- but, but it's not as bad. The heat, just like... It's, some, it's like yeah, wringing a towel so, of urine out of the subway. So if you walk barefoot around there... For any other reason other than an emergency, you're a nutcase. You, but, and you uh, need a tetanus shot. But then um, uh, he, he, he didn't say whether he takes care of her if she gets foot poisoning or athlete's foot <laughs> after those quirky but questionable activities. Foot poisoning. Foot poisoning. <laughs> it was really hard to say foot poisoning and not food poisoning because it reads like food poisoning. Yeah, you just got to overpronounce the T at the foot, end. Of- Seeing if they foot, said foot, food poisoning, foot. it would make sense. Cause now, um, can you get food poisoning through dirty feet? No, I mean the bodega sushi or whatever. It's like, oh. it's, yes, you can. It's like butt chugging. You're right. You're on to something. Okay. Now, you can uh, also cure coronavirus with it, too. Does someone want to be... Bodega Lin- sushi? Yep. Nice. Does someone want to be Lindsay Weber? No. Oh, I will. I don't want to do this Does someone want to be Mariah Smith? I, I, can, I, can be, I can be Mariah Smith. I don't know. Do you want to be Lindsay? Lindsay? <laughs> I'm looking... I'm, I think you're... Yeah, how did you guys read this? It, it's weirdly structured. It is. It is. So, yeah, so I don't this know is, how you read the top one from, from, the, from the right side of the picture and then yeah, under the picture. Yeah, this is this is this is pulled from uh, a conversation from two people who are at that show and they're talking about like the the fucking on stage. So I believe it's like you read the middle and then it's like the and then we go down and I'm Lindsay. You're Lindsay and I'm Mariah. Okay, uh, but honestly, the show is amazing. And then I have a guest. Guess who? It's Jack. Jack, who is chewing gum and looks like a kid in a candy store seeing Ella. The way he called her Ella so many times was a hate crime. Hagen did the little, like, quote, quote things. It was really cute. Are you, is that a, okay, never mind. Uh, They were, like, full-on flirting for an arena of people. Like, people even reported some knee stroking. The minute jack came out lord was practically spread eagle in his lap and then she faced him directly because he was playing guitar as he sang as she sang at him gazing into each other's eyes they did one song sitting down on the stage it was a cover of of a saint vincent song called new york and then he played it he played in the back and that was my other favorite part after the first song they did together she went oh why don't you just sit here for the next one and he was like, uh, I'd rather go play. And then he left to go to the back. She seemed to clench tightly as he got up. <laughs> My question for you, though, what did she want at that time? Uh, she wanted that D. Or she was hoping he would kiss her. So, so you think that was a display of requited or unrequited love? I think in her heart of hearts... She would have been thrilled by kissing him on stage in front of an arena full of people and being front page news the next day. It's such a young 20s move. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But you have to admit, it's like the most telling song. If there's not something going on, picking this song was was her openly admitting her feelings for him. But if there is, 
then there, then this choice was just some nasty bedroom stuff brought to the stage. It's all. Remember when I lived in NYC and we hung out all the time and we made this record. That was a really good New Zealand accent. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple i think this brings us into the section where we're gonna gloss over it yeah so so this this section of the of the powerpoint is probably like the most impressive section in terms of like just like deep 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 detail um but it's basically just a song by song analysis so the idea is uh it, it's more important with like green light and sober those are the really big ones where there's points um, but uh, Hillary Benton went through and basically just was like, okay, so here, uh, here's this lyric and here's what it means, but here's what it actually means. So just for an example in green light, I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth. She thinks you love the beach. You're such a damn liar. So again, lar. this is supposed to be a lar. <laughs> this is supposed to be a breakup record, but according to, to, to Hillary Benton, uh, this actually means what you did. You fucked me and we have a very deep connection and Lena does not get you like I do is what that line means i say i vote we we just we've laid out the facts we've laid out everything and just say do we do we believe that this is true i can start i think it is true at some level i think these two definitely i mean the way i see these two interacting i think definitely at some point they have i think i i, I think or, that yeah there are at the very least like feelings of that mm-hmm. from at least one side maybe not the other side well, I mean, I think that there is something to be said about what uh, what were their names? Uh, you were Ella and Jack. No, no. <laughs> uh, what 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 Lindsay, Lindsay and, Mariah and Mariah said? You know, the whole "this is a dumb twenties something" thing. I think that like her. I mean, that, like that makes sense actually. Yeah. I, I mean, like I've I think I, I remember like you know having friends who were like when I was younger who would like act that way when when like a, a, a someone they like is on stage, whether it be like friendly or not and also maybe lord is just particularly flirty with her actions there are people who are like that now i i'm not refuting this document because this document does not it shouldn't be refuted it is fact um it is it is simply fact that they fucked at some point or another now whether or not they fucked while like lena dunham was away i don't know um jack antonoff seems like a fucking weirdo but i don't know if he's that scummy of a person uh (sighs) But they definitely have but fucked. It, it wouldn't shock us if he was that bad of a person. So do you believe? I think that's a fair assessment. You guys believe that they could have at one point have had a relationship, whether it was just like a one-off or an actual relationship, and then at this point are not in a relationship and still have worked together? Well, yes. That's, that's yeah. how this is a breakup album. Mm. But I, I will say that I think that because of her history of dating older men, and the fact that her mom is not very, uh, she's more her friend than her parent. Fucking watch it, man. She's a cool mom. She's yeah. a cool mom. Don't I, talk about Sonya like that. I think there could be daddy issues. So I think it's unrequited. <laughs> if anyone knows daddy issues, it's me right <laughs> it's here. you. Uh, so <laughs> I, I honestly, I think if I had to guess, I would say that's what it is. Because I, and I think that, that she probably yeah. was trying to be with Jack Antonoff. And he was like, I don't want to do this. That makes a lot more sense than... That's like, oh, Lena Dunham, bye. Like, sorry, sorry, we share an apartment with you, and we're all yeah. gonna just. I think they were gonna break up this regardless. Here. Right. But yeah. That, that's a separate thing. I think probably. that regardless, he is scummy in the scenario, as like a young twenties is like pining after you, and you're like, we're just great friends. Like, fuck off, dude. Like, be respectful to this person who doesn't understand, who's not, who's not like on top of their emotions, and you're this older guy who's like 
fucking with them. If that is the case, but this is fucking factual document, so what you said was wrong. Okay. I mean, there, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of evidence in these track-by-track track pages here that we're just glossing over for everybody to read at home. This so. is, well, because this is, this is the most deep, like, the most deep detail, like, research in this entire thing is is this song by song lyric by lyric thing whereas like in sober they have not only do they have like little things connecting to what the lines actually mean but then like tweets connecting to that as well so it's very in depth um if if, if you guys already weren't planning on reading this thing you definitely should go read it we'll, we'll have it linked yeah um, we'll leave a little little nugget for you in there which is this song by song but, so a couple a couple of things uh, real quick so um buzz killery or hillary benton who who wrote this amazing document um is no longer on twitter and social media we miss yeah now why do you guys think that, that she isn't on social media anymore? she's been taken I mean, out jack Antonoff's from new jersey so yeah she's because she messed with the lord and got the lord's wrath got the lord wrath the lord wrath the fuck lord this moth wrath. it keeps <laughs> wanting to fucking bite me <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if we want to just keep adding layers to this, I mean, like, there is the there is the potential, like, possibility that there was just a lot of pressure after they wrote this amazing document and just didn't want to be on social media anymore. But I think the more likely option is that someone came after them. I don't even believe I want to read somebody. the take about Floyd's new album from this perspective. Yes. I don't believe I someone that. who wrote this that is, like, both conspiracy theory, shit posting, and, like, just funny couldn't handle what the internet was right. gonna bring. Yeah, you, right. Yeah, you'd be able to handle that. You wouldn't be able to handle like a lawsuit, maybe. Yeah. Right. So um then then I, I, I bring us all to the to, to where is Lord now? Do you guys know uh, who she's fucking currently? A pepper haired older gentleman who is like her label manager. Promotions director there Justin Warren, who looks like he was in Lord of the Rings when Lord of the Rings came out. So he's <laughs> twenty years older than that. Uh, now, which is, he looks old. He looks very, very old. And he's previously denied being with her when she was 15. Yeah. Now let's, now let's, now let's really talk about the real conspiracy here. Everybody is Justin Warren because they were seen being all lovey dovey in 2016. Well, this doesn't really add up with the timeline now, does it? What? So we're going to need... Uh, we're gonna need a return from Hillary Benton to solve this final answer, this final question about Hillary. We need you. We need you uh, about Justin Warren and about how long they've actually been fooling around because they are dating now um, and they have been seen kissing and uh, whatever now and they they're they're like yeah we're dating um, but still who knows who knows how long that's been going on and apparently Jack Antonoff has been dating a model yes pretty soon after he and Lena Dunham parted ways yeah wait you guys actually but researched i thought this? he said <laughs> there was a musician it was a musician and then that then then he Are said he was single he, he said she he sang said, happy birthday once he said it was <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> mr jackie <laughs> he said he said he was dating a musician at the beginning of january of that year and then literally the middle of january he says i'm not dating anybody so advice it's like, don't date a musician yeah, don't date. Hey, hey, big advice, big big news. Don't date musicians. We're all bad. We're all bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so I, I do want to read the in conclusion from the PowerPoint, and then we can go into what we're listening to. Does that sound great for everybody? Sounds great. All right. So, in conclusion, um, can old dudes please stop praying on Lord? 
It is a confusing timeline, but as far as I can tell, Lord and Jack start fucking April 2016, which carries through the summer. Lots of drama, lots of hate sex, lots of pouring out of hearts. Lena gets back from campaigning, more drama, lots of Jack saying, quote, we're not doing this anymore. But in the immortal words of Lala Kent, once the D has entered one of your holes, it's very easy for it to re-enter. <laughs> At some point, the breakup is for an extended period of time, and Lord is very sad. But when the album is released in 2017, Jack and Lena begin the process of breaking up, which culminates in a public breakup in December 2017. These assholes have been together since January of this year, which would be 2018, and think they're being sneaky. Lena got Lena got to keep Taylor Swift and the friend breakup, which I'm not sure is a win. I'm angry at everyone involved, but especially Sonia. Big claps for Hillary Benton. Please let us. Hillary, please continue. Please let we us know to, what you think. We uh, have to mention too that people need to look at the last two slides. Oh, like we yeah. can't wild. describe it in an audio podcast, <laughs> no. but you have to go look at these dumb heteronormative gossip starter pack, and and then the relationship map. It's that, incredible. and the relationship map is like it's literally that Charlie from Always Sunny um, yeah. little like billboard or not billboard uh, bulletin board yeah. scene. So, all the string connecting all the pe- people. Thanks for following us down that rabbit hole. Let us know what you think, whether it's on uh, social media or uh, by emailing us. But then also let us know if you know of any good conspiracy theories we should talk about, because we would love to do that. Please don't tell us Paul McCartney is alive. We know he's dead. Give us some good shit. Anything else, guys, or you just want to talk about what we're listening to? You know, uh, you can email us at, at, uh, at, at gossip or a conspiracy at Don't Feed the Artist. Now he's got to make two. No, no, oh, that's just, no that it? just sounds like it's just one. Oh, gossip, gossip or conspiracy. Or conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's talk about what we're listening to, everybody. Is everyone good with that? Everyone feel good and ready to go? Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess I guess I could go first because I haven't gotten to talk about it yet. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Oh, my God. All right, guys, have fun. <laughs> I haven't gotten to talk about Between the Buried and Me Colors 2 yet, and that's what I've been listening to since it came out. Chipwrecked. <laughs> and, uh, man, uh, it is it is a, an amazing record. Uh, the boys did us good. They did themselves good, the boys in Biddy Bam. They are... They are true metal heroes. They are amazing musicians. They just they just keep pushing themselves and their ability no matter what record they do. Um, and it is really, really good. I say all of this with the one caveat of if you are not a Between the Buried and Me fan, do not listen to this record. You're going to have a very hard time. Uh, if you want to try Biddy Bam, listen to another one. This is a very tough record to get into uh, if you're not already into the band. So, because um, it's 80 minutes and it's like a I was lot about of to say it's a really long. It's, it's 80 minutes yeah. and like a lot of times they'll put like like interludes in between songs, but with this one they do have them, but they are very thick still. Like they only have a couple of like softer moments where it's like easier listening. It's oh, it's heavy listening. I tried giving way. it a listen. I gave it. I got like halfway through, and it's very much like it's like it's really good, but it's it's one of those things where it's like you've read The Hobbit, you've read Lord of the Rings trilogy, and you're like, I want more. And then you try to read The Silmarillion, and you're like, God, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> yeah. This is so much. Yeah. But for some people, they're like, that's their best work. So. Yeah. 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 So um, that's what I've been listening to. Thank you, Biddy Bam. Uh, I've been listening to uh, Yeba came out with another new single in anticipation of her first full-length album as an artist. Boomerang is the song, and she's incredible. She's the first artist that I think, like, sometimes when I hear artists release new music, I think, like, oh, I wonder how they're going to sing that live. 
But with Yeba, I'm always like, oh, I just can't wait to hear her nail that live. That's going to be great. And the album Shore by Fleet Foxes. Uh, started That's the to that. one that came out last year, right? Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Beautiful album artwork. Yeah. <laughs> I was just adding on to it, but I think Hagen took that as like a, like a, like a little like cutting jab. your knees out. No, that, no. that sounded like it's not good, but the album art yeah, is. It's, it's literally like just a picture of a shore. It's beautiful. It's yeah, a beautiful, it beautiful. I love photography, especially, you know, nature photography. At the beach, because Jackson's still at the beach. Let's go to the beach. Just mentally beach. There. Let's get away. Get away. What? No, no, yeah, no, Nicki fans. Is that what you, you've been listening to the Beach Boys because you're at the beach? That's Nicki Minaj. I don't know that. Have you heard the new Halsey album? I have. Oh. That's what I've been listening to. Hey, big surprise! Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did something, and I listened to it. Yeah, um, within the first the first, first forty seconds of the first song, I was like, "Yep, there's Trent Reznor." Yeah, we, I, as soon as you hear any instrument, you're like, "Yeah, uh huh, I know who produced this." Is that the Swarmtron? It's uh, it's really good though. The whole album as a whole. I've never listened to any of other. I've heard, probably heard songs by Halsey, but I've never listened to the whole album of any of those. Uh, but now I want to. I don't know if that's a good idea. But yeah. this album's pretty great. I'm very interested to see if this means Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross do any other albums that are kind of outside of their comfort zone now. Um, Is it Trent still Reznor's like produced, a pop album? Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it it's pop, but it's got, it's got the influence of Nine Inch Nails, obviously, with you know obviously their involvement, and then Halsey's like influence and stuff. Um, some review like I forget how they phrased it, but like this is an album that shows her like '90s influence, and that that definitely is a good way to describe it. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see like what this leads to for them if they want to do anything else because Trent Reznor's produced other albums before, but that was like 15 years ago at this point, and he kind of you know stopped to go do film scores. But it's called "If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power." I want booby. <laughs> Nobody had to mention. Nobody it. had to. Well, I mean, we Nobody mentioned we mentioned to. Lord's Blood album. We got to mention Halsey's boob album. Uh, yeah, I pulled so up the review to read because I was like curious. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna listen you to this. You pulled up at work. It, yeah, I pulled up where I was like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> there was one time I was These titties on day. Yeah, there was one time in the build up to uh, Phoebe Bridger's Punisher album. Uh, she did like a an interview with Rolling Stone. I was reading it, and there was like a. a a picture like the photographer who followed them around and she had like flashed them in like a 7-eleven i was like what the fuck i'm at work <laughs> i was so mad um i've been listening to um a ton of stuff but uh specifically uh a lot of chip tune stuff and uh if i had to pinpoint what i've been listening to the most it's Anamanaguchi. and uh if you've ever wanted to get into chip tune they're like uh, the starter pack it is them and if you don't know where to start with them, start with the song that they did with uh, Vocaloid Sensation Hatsune Miku. It is called Miku, and it is incredible. I cannot get it out of my head. It is just super fun. I'm seriously debating on uh, building my own little chiptune setup just to play with it. What's chiptune? Basically, it is uh, like a video game music. What they've done is they it's basically people who make DJ setups, but they only use like Game Boys and they have a special uh, modded uh, cartridge that they put in the Game Boy that unlocks the sound card in the Game Boy, and you just basically, it's a sequencer thing, and it's super cool. It, you can get it on your computer. Yeah, using like um, the sounds that would have come out of Game Boy from like, you know, 15, yeah. 20 years Let ago. Let me put it to you And this they way. use those as like multiple instruments and, and all that kind of stuff. Let me put it to you this way. It's a bunch of people opening a bag of Lay's chips and smushing it and then recording it and go, that's music. Chip tune. <laughs> oh, okay, I get Track it. Track one. <laughs> Track one. 
<laughs> Track two, open, fucking open. <laughs> yeah, so I've been really into that. It's really positive. It's really hard to get chip tune that's not positive. So like it, or at least it feels upbeat. So I've been really enjoying that. And then I've been going down this like rabbit hole of uh, Vocaloids. So I think that's something I'm either gonna do a bonus episode on or just talk about on here. What's that? Vocaloids are it. So Hatsune Miku is a software that was developed. It is basically a Japanese software where you can make this Vocaloid sing. And her name is Hatsune Miku. And uh, it basically it is exactly what it sounds like. People write music and then they tell her what to sing and it sounds like a person. It's pretty crazy. But she does live shows now. And when I lived in Deep Ellum, I was planning on going to her Bomb Factory show because I was like, yeah, why the hell wouldn't I do that? It's like right across the street where I was living at the time. So obviously it got canceled due to COVID. But it's one of those things she was supposed to play at Coachella. But I think I'll go into this in a future episode. That's what Neat. I've been listening to. Well, that's awesome. Does anybody else have anything else they want to add before we end this thing? Lena Dunham should be blamed for Trump. I, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think I think if there's a list of things to blame for for he who should not be named, Lena Dunham should be on the list. Yes. She should be on the list. I'm not going to give her all the blame. But I mean, she shouldn't not be on the list at least right yeah she should definitely be on the list i'm not gonna say how high i'm not gonna say she's very high up there yeah i don't well i don't i'm she could be i it's just who's to say it's not me um perhaps another document will be released at some point to actually show how much she could have done to make hillary win that election anyway i'm gonna get us the fuck out of here so thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. This has been super fun. And if you like this conspiracy theory thing, please let us know. Email us at gossiporconspiracy at don'tfeedtheartist.com <laughs> or at feedback at don'tfeedtheartist.com or at fight at or at fight at yeah. don'tfeedtheartist.com. <laughs> lots have of so, options for you. So many places to email. Um, please let us know if you like this because we, we want to keep doing it. And if you have other conspiracies, like Jackson said earlier, um, not the big popular ones, but you know some 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 nice some nice conspiracies. Please send them our way. Do we want to do it, Hagen? Sorry, or is it you? I would like to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, I think that's important context, though. This was your idea to start doing these, and you I, you took the lead. And obviously. I brought this one to the table. I had a blast. This was yeah, yeah. far exceeded my expectations. This is this, this is this is a great conspiracy, and and it's one of those things where a lot of conspiracies can end up being like name salad just like a bunch of names like date salad just throwing a bunch of shit at you and this one if you read the powerpoint it can kind of feel like that but if you like really sit there with it's not that it's not yeah, that it's, hard to understand it's surprisingly coherent yeah. here's what i think this is like this is what i like you see these conspiracy theories they're like on uh, netflix because netflix bought them for like a penny that kind of stuff you see those everywhere and they, they have this nice like facade of like this is an actual like uh, thing we're putting forth to you like soaked in bleach is a good example but this one genuinely feels like I am in the brain of somebody who's concocting a conspiracy yeah. theory. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, there are points here, but it's also kind of like wild. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's a real it's a really fun thing to read, and we really appreciate Hillary Benton for making this true 100% document. It's we amazing. hope you're doing all right. Yeah, we do hope you're doing all right. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you haven't already, make sure to press that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using. It does help us out a lot. If you're using Apple Podcasts, you can leave a little five-star review because that does help us out. It really does. And if you like social media, I don't know, you can follow us. We're on there. Or DM us. Or DM us. Just uh, DM Dave. Don't DM me. Don't DM Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll get what comes off the cutting room floor. You know what? If you could find Dave's Instagram, DM him. It's probably not Good that luck. hard.
<laughs> it's kind of hard. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's a little hard. I'm, 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 I'm like half chub right now. But anyway, so. Six uh, to midnight. Six to, never 69. mind. 69. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I got this one tonight. Go I, ahead. I think I got it too. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll be back next week with some news. Um, so fuck off. Give me a towel. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Come on, Adam. No, I can't do that.